Hello and welcome to a bonus Norwegian edition of the Gambler Betting Podcast. If you're a regular listener to the podcast, you'll know that the Elitist series has featured a lot in the last nine months, and now that the new season is starting to get into this, its stride, we're thrilled to welcome former Queen's Park, Queen of the South, Falkirk and St Johnston player, and now Norwegian resident, David Weatherston, to the podcast. Hi David. Hi, how then? How's things in Norway? Good, good. Just enjoying a summer of uh, no work and uh, nice weather, actually. And you were telling us pre-podcast that although you live and work over in Norway, the most important thing is that you're still kicking a ball over there as well. Yeah, well, I mean, the last couple of years I've been it's been a bit sporadic, but this year I've um, because of the Corona situation now working in the airport and the airport is not very. Yeah, active. So I'm not <laughs> working just now. I've not been working since mid March. So I've just been sort of training and keeping fit. And yeah, the season's going to start in August. So hopefully I can um, get involved a bit more this year. And I guess the reason that we've invited you onto the podcast is that you've turned your attention to actually starting to analyse some of the games in Norway and write about them. And certainly make yourself more evident on on Twitter and Greg has got in touch with you um, and probably picked your brains I guess about the Norwegian (laughs) League to date so far. Yeah I mean something I've actually not taken a great interest since moving here it's probably just because I never had any interest before I came here so I just Mm -hmm. and it's so easy to watch football from everywhere else that you don't need to but um, yeah I just thought I'd get a bit more involved in it this year and actually really enjoyed it so far and it's been uh, obviously it's been a loads of goals and loads of exciting games so far and they've been coming thick and fast the games five five in the last couple of weeks yeah um, so it's um yeah i'm really enjoying it and it's obviously good to keep keep myself busy when there's no scottish football to watch and also i've kind of realized that english football is a bit crap so um, <laughs> well that's the thing I've been, up on it. I've been quite critical obviously of the english matches um goals and entertainment hasn't been a problem at all in norway anyway no. I think you guys have had what really warm weather there, haven't you, over the last yeah. what month or so, and that yeah, hasn't so, really impacted at all, has it? No, it's surprising because it has been like thirty degrees pretty much for a couple of weeks. It's cooled down a bit now, but um, yeah, for the first four games it was absolutely roasting non-stop, and I thought there would be a time when it would slow down, but it didn't. And um, yeah, they just there's been I think. Yeah, I don't know. It must be over twenty-five goals every every game week so far. I'm not. Yeah, I'm it's not been good, fantastic. Yeah, it's been pretty good. Don't worry, Greg. Me... Greg will fill us in on the stats. <laughs> yeah, sorry, I should. I need to be more statty. Sorry. I think for me, it's it's a great opportunity as well because obviously, at this time of the year, anyway, normally there would just be the kind of Nordic leagues to to look at. Obviously, with COVID and the fact we've now got some of the major leagues finishing off. And yeah. my mainstay in terms of the Scottish matches was the main reason why, obviously, I turned to Belarus initially. But yeah. the Norwegian top flight was always on my radar as a league that one I've enjoyed in the past, and it's a league that I'd like to get stuck into. So, yeah. opportunity-wise, it's come along perfectly, I think, for everyone. In that yeah. we've engaged in kind of touch base on Twitter, and we've had a few conversations. The league's now at week five so match day five is just finish, finishing off in the next 10 minutes I think uh, the Brian match they almost finished yeah. Yeah. then that really gives us a good although it's only five matches we get that but it gives you something to work on definitely. and it definitely makes it much easier moving forward to, to focus on that league yeah I mean there's also already starting to be a couple of breakaway teams and 
very noticeable teams who are just all at attack teams who are I mean you can notice patterns in the games as well with crosses or um, teams who are playing five at the back teams who are being a bit sitting a little bit deeper so it's it's already noticing patterns and that's when you can start uh, analysing the games a bit better and previewing them a bit better as well yeah definitely I think when I reached out to you I think it was a case of why do we have a Scotsman in Norway <laughs> writing about the elite Assyrian <laughs> yeah yeah, and I, I, I mean, I don't obviously. I'm not. I wasn't very active on Twitter, to be honest. I'm, I haven't been for most of my time, but I have been recently with with this, and it seems to be a lot of people interested. So, yeah, I'm going to keep that going, and and it's something to keep myself busy as well and fill the days. Yeah, I mean, we know from experience that there's plenty of people out there looking for information in the Scandinavian leagues, and yeah. Certainly from the podcast that we've done, Greg touched on uh, Norway quite a lot last season, particularly uh, I think total goals market, Greg, was one of the ones that yeah. you, you touched on a lot uh, on particular yeah, match days. Markets, I think and also Strom's, really Strom's God set was also a team that got quite a few mentioned because of their the goals they were scoring as well. I I mean, um, and, and another thing as well, like just daffy things on... on um, I'm on Paddy Power and, and some of the goal scoring markets are just like the goal scorer markets sorry they're just like they're just like playing wrong they've mm-hmm. got they've got like the Molda game tonight they had like the right back from Molda was like the third favourite to score in time <laughs> and I think it's just like, like he did score a, a couple of weeks like a couple of games ago mm-hmm. but he's the right back and he doesn't score a lot he's a young young boy as well so just little things like that like, they obviously just don't really care about it I mean, it's the untrained said, eye, like us, we, we look at the goal scorer market, so those looking at it, and we don't know any different. But I think uh, when we spoke earlier in the week, I think you were very quick to point out that Paddy Power, look as if they don't know what they're doing, pace-wise. Yeah. I mean, this, the, the, the boy, he didn't actually start tonight because Pellegrino was back from injury, but Asker, who, he scored a couple, I think, in the last three games, plays up front and he was like 10 to 1 any time it's just that doesn't make sense <laughs> let's just hope no one from Paddy Powers yeah I'm sure they will we've just, we've just killed that entire market so um, <laughs> one of the things we we're going to ask you David was just about the kind of expectations pre-season and obviously goes without saying I guess that Rosenberg is by far the most famous and most successful team in Norway but it's actually Mould who are the current champions and in the lead up to the season were Rosenberg expected to, to challenge Mould or Mould expected to retain their title? What was the kind of chat around things then? Yeah, I mean, Mould have got a very strong squad. Um, last season, they were by far the best team. Um, and they, they've they strengthened again. Added not, not they, They've not really added many sort of starting players, but they've just strengthened the squad as a whole. And um, definitely big favourites going into the season. The Rosenborg... Last season, so they they started really poorly. I think they were down in sort of thirteenth, fourteenth place after the first sort of ten games. So they changed the manager and brought in Orna Land, and he he helped. He, he turned things around a little bit, but they still were struggling to to sort of play play the sort of free flowing football that Molde play. And although they finished third last year, I don't think they were expected to really challenge at all this year. And well. Obviously, they were expected to start better than they have, but mm-hmm. um, I think everyone kind of expected Molde to to be big favourites. But um, 
In terms of Gunt, then, David, obviously, yes. they've started the season like a freight train. Yeah. They've scored a million goals, they've won all five matches, playing really well. I think you've called out quite a few of their attacking options in yeah. terms of the goal-scorer markets. Are they a side that you'd expect to be top and kind of challenging up there? or are they Yeah, yeah, definitely. They finished season surprise? They second last year. So, yeah. um, it's, it's a... I mean, I've watched them every game this season. They just played great attacking football. So basically, I think the thing they've added this year is they've added Kasper Juncker up top, and he he came in last year. I'd need to sorry, I should have checked this beforehand. He came he came to the Elite Serie last year, and he scored. Let's see, so he scored six out in twelve games on loan at Starbuck, and uh, so Glimp took a chance on him in the summer and. And he's made a big difference because he's given them a focal point in the attack because they've obviously good. got good wingers and they've got very good midfielders with um, a young boy, Patrick Berg, who plays in centre mid. He's 22, I think. He's very good. He, he's going to. He's probably going to get a good move at the end of this year if, uh, if it doesn't happen in the summer. And they've got goals right to the team as well, don't they? So yeah. They're not relying on just one or two players. That's they've probably it. got four or five players that can score goals for them. Yeah, I mean that's they've got they've got Junker, Hauges, and Canagel who are the front three in just absolutely electric form just now. And behind them they've got Saltnes and Berg and even Brunstead Fit has um scored, I think, two. And uh if the, the left fullback as well, he's very handy, he gets forward really well. Um Bjorkan, his name is he's he's another goal threat. He's not scored yet, but he's hit the woodwork a couple of times and I think he's got a couple of assists. And he's another goal threat. They just they just play really attacking football. It's really good to watch. Yeah, I watched some of their, their game last night, um, which they won four 0 albeit odd got a player sent off, but I was just yeah. impressed with the, the pace that they play that and the intensity. Um yeah. you know, really keen to get forward and no real surprise to see that they'd scored so many goals. Yeah, definitely. We had a quick look to see obviously in terms of the kind of average number of goals being scored across the leagues. I think at the moment Italy has been leading the way in the, mm-hmm. in the main European leagues anyway. I think Italy, obviously, over the last few seasons has been fantastic. Yeah. And probably starting to diminish that old kind of philosophy or view around Italian football being boring and defensive. Still yeah, not, not been the case. So we had a quick look at the podcast and I think they're averaging just under three goals per match, which is extremely yeah. high. But at the moment, after five rounds in Norway, I think it's about 3.28 goals per game. Yeah, which is probably the highest in Europe at the moment. So it is only five games in, so it's mm. a small sample, but it just gives you an idea. For those looking for a bet on goal markets, then I think look no further than Norway. Yeah, definitely. Yeah, I'm just on the 3.47, it's saying on this stats don't lie page. Average Even goals better per game. So that's, <laughs> yeah, I mean, it's not going to keep state like that, but yeah. I mean, last year, <sighs> see if I can get it up last year. Um, this is good material. <laughs> uh, <laughs> I'll get the Norwegian internet here. last year. So last year was over three goals a game. So it's not it's not like unusual that it's a lot of goals in the in the league. But yeah, it's just been mm-hmm. a very very good start. And one of the markets that Greg particularly likes is corners markets mm-hmm. as well. And just touching on um, tonight's game, uh, was it seventeen corners in the end up? Yeah, that, so Christiansen versus Mulder finished, uh, it was 8-9 I think it finished, it was 6-4 yeah. at half time and I, I think based on what I've looked at so far, just two really attacking sides, they were never going to yeah. sit back, I think goals is always likely, yeah. so I think 
no surprise at all. There was four goal scored and yeah. fantastic to see 17 match corners come in. So it was a good yeah, night. F- 15 corners in the Sarpsborg Brand game as well. So a, Does that finish yeah. one nil? did it? Yeah, it's yeah. just about finished, yeah. Yeah, so I'm sure that's a market that we'll dip into um, as well as the goals yeah. in Norway yeah. when it comes to it. Um, so yeah, I think that gives us quite a good introduction, a good background for people who maybe don't play um, in the, the Norwegian markets. Um, certainly, as I say, it's something that we will probably touch on in the, the weeks and months to come. And obviously, the league's starting to take a wee bit of shape. Molde dropped their first points of the season tonight, uh, which leaves Glimp two points clear at the top. And I'm guess looking ahead to this weekend's fixtures, the Glimp v Brand game is match of the match of the weekend. Yeah, and and I mean it's also a really good price for Bode. They're like four to six at home against Brand. They've had an extra day rest. Brand have not looked they've not looked amazing they've actually they've had good results but I mean tonight they were very lucky to go in at half time ahead um, against Sarpsborg who have got no points and glimpsed with the extra day rest and the fact that they won so comfortably the other, the other night they could rest a few players quite early I think that 4-6 four, four is an unbelievable price for, for them at home because I think they were 8-15 at the weekend so, so yeah. I backed them at 8-15 to, to win the match but also score two goals yeah, it's, that's so, just below even money, I think. So it's probably another similar yeah, market it's, potentially. It's, it's rough, it's rough. I think some, some, somebody messaged me today saying it's about roughly evens for for Glimt plus um, 1.5 or uh, goals or over 1.5 goals for them. And it's thing, something that we discovered last season when doing that market that just be careful with. And I noticed it as well with the bet thesis five bet Bodan app. So I backed Bodo Boda to win the match. And you can select over 1.5 match goals, but if you select yeah. over 1.5 Boda goals, you've got a better yeah. price, which is a bit silly because two goals yeah, have to be scored be, either way. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, yeah, that's true. So I guess we're saying that the glimped bet is is one of the best bets to have at the weekend. I mean, it's it's pers- it's going to be my 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 nap of the weekend for like I'm going to be doing writing a preview, and that's going to be my my number one bet this weekend. So yeah. Yeah, I, I really like that price. I guess, I guess so, the key thing now that's being played on Sunday. Sunday, so get it on now. <laughs> yeah, probably. Yeah, well, Br- yeah, Brand just won, so maybe Brand. Uh, yeah, it's uh, it might not change too much. It's Paddy Power as well, so they probably don't even know what's happening. <laughs> <laughs> um, and Molda, they play. Excuse my Norwegian here, Mjorn yes. Dalen. Yeah, and darling, yeah, so, so yeah, it's not bad. Yeah, so it's better than Greg's effort the other night. Um, yeah, so obviously a good chance to bounce back. Moldov have got quite a, quite a few injuries um, kicking around, but I mean, they st- they've got such a deep squad, they should be okay. But me and Darlin are quite defensive, they've got a really good uh, goalkeeper, um, Socia McCanny, I think his name is, and he's come in this season he's really good keeper and they play back five as well so um they're probably going to sit deep and make it tough for Mulder but um yeah it's a, it's a two they should both win the two top teams should both win in terms of Rosenberg then are they still looking for a, a new manager or is that still in play? yeah um yeah they're still looking I've not actually looked at much of the news today but I've not heard anything so I don't they, they've not uh, not got anyone yet but they just signed uh, Per Persilion Shelbred has just come back from 
from Germany to Rosenberg today. So he's uh, he's um, back at Rosenberg. I think he started, or he, he didn't start there, but he played quite a lot of games there when he was younger before he moved right. off to to the rest of Europe to. I think I've heard Harold Bratback's sons now. Yeah, I made his debut last night. Yeah, yep. so that was uh, good to see. Yes, he's a bit of a. He's um, a midfielder. A bit of a, yeah. <clears throat> is he still a Rosenberg legend? I'm guessing. Harold Bratback. Yeah, one, one off. Yeah, one off a few. Yeah. Look, looking at their game, we don't know why we're touching them just now. I don't suppose until Forum starts to turn around and they get yeah. uh, manager in and get settled. Yeah, quite, I quite like their game for goals on the weekend because Starbuck have just uh, they had a good a good win um, on uh, Wednesday. Yeah, last night they had a good win, and um, I quite I've watched them a couple of times. They're playing quite good football, and um, they've got a decent few attacking options as well. So should be a good should be a good game. Don't, I wouldn't back Rosenberg at all. Just now, just I think I'll wait for the um, new manager bounce to kick yeah, in. Yeah, yeah, definitely. And we've already touched on Strom's God set. Mm-hmm. That's how my pronunciation. Yeah, I can one. get that one fine. Strom's God set's not Strim. an issue for me. Strom's God set. Yeah, there we go. There we go. Ah, there you go. That's <laughs> you, that's you told. Um, uh, yeah, and so they're they're at home to Christiansen. So so Strom's God set. They've had like a, a decent start to the season points wise, but I've watched most of the games and they've not been playing well at all. So right. they got a good they got a win over Sarpsborg and they scored like, two penalties in the game and Sarpsborg definitely should have got something out of it. That's them now what played five, lost five now, Sarpsborg. Yes. Only uh, scored three goals, not looking good not, at all, is it? <laughs> it's not but I saw an interesting start that before this week before this game week that they'd had the most shots in the box. Out of every team in the league, which <laughs> seems they're definitely doing something wrong. It's almost uh, like um, China and Belarus. Well, that's exactly <laughs> it. So tonight, tonight, Salzburg had I think twelve corners tonight, eleven yeah. corners tonight but, at yeah. home. Obviously, they lost the match one 0 and pushing to get back into the match, but they could definitely be a side to look out for. Um, I've not had a look yet how they've performed corner wise so far this season, but what we tend to find is that we did find in, in Belarus with Belshina was the bookies tend to price them based on league position rather yeah. than how they play and how they perform corner-wise. So yeah. they could hopefully be our new Bolshina. So that, that, that'd be good. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, we need someone to fill Bolshina's shoes once they get relegated, I think, Greg. <laughs> I know, yeah. Uh, so sorry, just going back to the... Yeah, the Strums God set. I, yeah. I just... I just uh, they're playing Christian soon, who very attacking. They've got one of the... I mean, Pellegrino's one of the most... Uh, Likely goal scorers in the league. He's very good. He's in very good form since last um, since last summer, basically. And um, I just uh, they've had an extra day rest, God set, but I, I just they're not playing well just now at all. So some value uh, in the away then. There is value in the away, definitely if you can get value in the um, double chance or, or draw no bet. Also see it's uh, bet three six five are going eleven to eight on Christensen to score over one and a half goals. Yeah, I like that. Maybe I definitely think there's going to be goals in that game just because some's good set. I've got like when they play at home, they've got to come out a little bit, and uh, yeah, I think um, I think there's definitely goals in that game. I think that's them now. Both teams to score now in four of their five games. I think they started off Christensen with a yeah. They started Rosenberg, off with a nil at Rosenberg, yeah, and then it's been it's been goals, uh, goals, goals since then. Yeah, basically. I think I've got I it know. here actually. F- 
two what oh yeah that's the other thing I wrote down about that game the Strums God said Christiansen the last five times they've played each other it's been four two four nil three two three two two one so yeah. it seems like a a goalie fixture I'll be on goals don't worry about that uh, anything else ahead of the weekend that it's worth having a look at well. Maybe we can talk about the Oberst League as well because the division, yeah, the yeah. second tier in Norway starts up tomorrow night and there's quite a few games that are very interestingly priced, I'd say. And and I'd say... Who went down last year, sorry, David? So, Tromso, so Trom- Tromso Lillestrøm and Ranheim all went right. down last year. Yeah. So Lillestrøm are playing at Grorud tomorrow and Grorud came up from uh, the from the third, third tier. tier. Right. And Lillestrøm are Lillestrøm's a, a really big club. They should not be mm. where they are, and mm. they should never get relegated. I don't know if you if you saw what happened in the playoff. So they were they were, I think they won the first leg. Um, what was it? They won the first leg. No, they lost the first leg two one, and then they were four 0 up in the second leg with about ten minutes to go, and then they <laughs> lost three goals, and they oh. got relegated in goal difference. Oh, uh, on away goal, sorry. So, so, so yeah, they, they'll be desperate to come up. They've pretty much kept the team that would would have been in the league last year. They've lost a couple of players, but yeah. So they're eight to fifteen away at Grorud on Bet three six five, and and I mean the difference. And it's a full card tomorrow, is, isn't it? It's a full uh, card tomorrow night. Full card tomorrow, yeah. Full card just, Monday. Yeah. So tomorrow, tomorrow, I, I, I'm going to put a double on. So Lillestrøm play at Grorud. That's eight to fifteen, and Tromsø play at home to Raufoss, and uh, Tromsø should comfortably beat Raufoss at home. Um, so I'm going to that's eight to fifteen as well. So the double chance is better than evens, or the double the double up is better than evens. I think if my yeah. maths is correct. One and, point uh, one point two nine to one. Yeah. So yeah. Uh, uh, so that's a couple of games that I really like, and the, uh, the other one, Song Dollar at home to Osana. And sorry, away to Osana. That's another one I fancy. And away, a good. That's an away win, and that's pretty near evens for yeah. that. Um, and there's one more game. Um, is a big, big uh, derby. So Sherdals Blink, they came up last year from the third tier. Yeah, don't recognise that name. <clears throat> they're playing against Ranheim, and that's like this sort of 15 minutes between them. Just mm-hmm. two teams quite near Trondheim. Well, Ranheim is in Trondheim really, and. Um, so Ranheim should beat Blink quite comfortably, and there's quite a lot of players that have sort of moved between them. So, so they, Blink had quite a lot of players on loan from Ranheim last year that have gone back, and then players that have been released from Ranheim this year have gone to Blink. So there's quite a, a nice wee rivalry between the two teams, um, and yeah, I'd, I'd fancy Ranheim, who I think are about evens. I'd fancy Ranheim to to get get one over to Blink on uh, tomorrow night. And that's great that the second tiers starting as well so not yeah, only do we have yeah. elite Assyrian to look at <laughs> you've also got the well, what I would call the, the first division um, first division yeah but it's, it's great to have them both playing at the same time as well which is great yeah. and I think we've had conversations before um, through the Mr Fixit website on the podcast and on Twitter about trying to focus on one league and yeah. really getting under the skin, skin of that league so there's definitely a really good opportunity for those looking at the Norwegian football starting up to, to do that for both leagues yeah definitely because there's, there's only 16 teams in each league as well so it's not a yeah. 20 game league that you need to worry about hmm. just going back to the point you made on Lillestrom um, yeah. obviously a top tier team yeah. really how and big you, how, that long ago 
yeah, how big is the gap between you know that top tier and the first division <coughs> um, for these teams? I'd say it's between the bottom of the top tier and the top of the first tier is not so big. Right. But uh, like a lot of the teams that come up from from the third tier. Like they're really not big places at all, mm-hmm. and and you'll have some teams who have got like average crowds below five hundred. Yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> so, so last year, um, I think you had Thrumsdalen who were in the league. I think they got relegated, but they had like one of their like their lowest attendance of the year was like fifty or something, <laughs> which is which is like, yeah, that's 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 not really. I mean, that's the second tier, so that mm-hmm. just shows you what's happening. Mm-hmm. But um, so so le- um. Road. I think this is their first season ever in the second tier. So the, I don't. Re- I, I've never seen them before. Well, definitely recently. I recognise. Yeah, definitely recently. Anyway, so 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 they're kind of a second division team who've been just top top half of the second division for a while, and then they just they won it last year and they've they've gone up. So I mean, I'd be very surprised if they could run really strong close. Yeah, um, I'm just wondering. Obviously, you're flagging up the eight to fifteen. Yeah. On away wins a big price, and I'm guessing as the season goes on, that price is just going to look bigger and bigger. I think so, yeah. Uh, so we might not see some of those, <laughs> although it seems like a short price, it might still be a very big price in the context yeah, of the game. Yeah, I think so. But when you when you get towards the end, like mid middle of the season, the teams, the teams at the bottom are so much smaller than the teams at the top. Yeah. yeah. Just, just been able to cope with the you season. You see that through the, through the crowds. So looking at the league from from last season. You had obviously the bigger clubs who went up, who maybe getting what five, six thousand a match. Yeah. But when you go down the league, their sides getting, like you say, sixty. Well, not sixty. Sorry, three hundred, four hundred fans at a match. Yeah. So you've probably got that financial gulf as well between some yeah. of the sides in that league too. Yeah. But again, yeah. I think the bookies though aren't going to be wise to what's going on in that league. At least probably till match day. Hopefully match day twenty. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. In terms of. In terms of finding opportunities, so we've probably got a real edge early on in yeah. identifying um, who the teams are to back. Yeah, good stuff. So that's we've actually thrown quite a lot at it this weekend. So can we just maybe recap on some of the best bets then that I've kind of tried to scribble down there, starting with the first division. You like to look at the Trom, so Lilostrom double. Yeah, yeah, I love, it. I like that. Yeah. Um, which is well, Betty Six Five are saying one point two nine to one, so well over even money. Um, Songdal. So that's yeah, Songdal to beat Osana as well. Uh, away from home, they're there about about even money, just shy of even money. Yeah. Yeah. And Ranheim. Yeah. Uh, who similarly are just ten to eleven, um, just short of even money. I sh- should probably uh, one more who's a probably. I mean, Sanez Ulf are playing at home to Ö uh, Garden, who are actually just officially founded this year, but right. um, they've taken the place of another team and sort of it's a few teams have merged in the area. All right. But they, uh, by all accounts, one of the worst teams in the league, likely to be going down, and Sanez Ulf are probably playoff candidates, and they're at home to Ö uh, Garden, and I think they're evens, which they are. Yes. Yeah. Yeah, I'd I'd have a look at that one as well. Yeah, the, the history of them goes back to I think the fifth of February this year. Yes, in so their yeah. matches. Yeah. <laughs> last year they were called. So last year they were called Nest uh, Nest Sutra. Oh yeah, yep. But um, yeah, there's been a, a wee join, and I think there's been a wee a wee 
juggle with some players and stuff. So um, yeah, uh, by all accounts, they're not. Going I to reckon this come year. the end of October, I could probably say some of these clubs' names properly. Yeah. <laughs> so I'm, I've got three months to go. <laughs> I'm going to hold you to that, Mr Brown. <laughs> uh, okay, so in the top division, we've already yeah. discussed uh, the top two look decent enough to put together in a double as well. Yeah. And what was the other one we were looking at? Uh, goals in the Strum Squad set, Christensen match. Yeah, that's right. Okay, anything else you want to throw in there before we sign off for the night? Um, no, I, I mean... I, I... I quite like looking at goal scorers, but I don't know if if that's something that people are interested in because it's kind of it's kind of random, especially just now when the teams are getting rotated. Yeah, no, well, there's definitely an appetite. I definitely think as long as you're picking out goal scorers, yeah. If, you, if you're picking out guys who are seriously overpriced, then it just becomes a value bet. Yeah, goal scorers isn't something we do an awful lot of, but no. we're not going to knock back a striker at ten to one to score any time if he <laughs> no, starts the game. No, I mean I, I think the the prices for the weekend's goal scorers probably aren't up yet. Mm-hmm. Um, definitely not in Paddy Power. Maybe they are in Brett 265. Well, I'm sure I'm sure people can check your feed on Twitter if yeah. there is anything that crops up. Um, just to give you a shout out on that, correct me if I'm wrong, your Twitter handle is at dweatherston11. That's correct. Um, so, yeah, we just encourage people to follow you on Twitter. And we should also mention that you've got a brilliant blog where you preview and then do some assessment on some of the games as well. Um, for all the match days and you can read that at likeaweatherstone.blogspot.com and we'll put links to those on the Gambler Twitter feed as well so I'd encourage anyone who's listening who's any interest in Norwegian football and even if you've not got interest in Norwegian football from a betting point of view it's a great read um, just to get a feel for for what's happening over there Um, David does a great job in terms of covering the games um, from a tactical point of view as well, from a betting point of view, from a betting point of view. Um, so I think that's us for the podcast. That was absolutely fascinating. Mo- nothing, none more so than your pronunciation of <laughs> the Norwegian teams. It's just kind of blown my mind. <laughs> um, so thanks very much, David, for your time. Yeah, really appreciate thanks, it. Um, thanks to everyone for listening to this bonus podcast. Hope you find it useful. Uh, hopefully, we can do it again sometime yeah. with David um, it would be great to have you back on um, if you fancy that yeah, for our regular listeners don't forget that our regular weekly podcast is now available as well it was uploaded earlier this evening with myself with Greg and with Slip Tips uh, there's plenty of tips in there for the weekend it's available on your podcast feed whether that be on iTunes or on Google Play SoundCloud or wherever you listen to the podcast and that's us for this podcast thanks very much for listening and thanks to David and Greg Thank you. Cheers. Cheers, man.